It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. Wednesday, November 8th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the Beckler and Shauna Piss Cast. I've been fighting off a cold for like the last week. Just a lingerer, oh. eh? It's a greasy lingerer. Yeah, I feel like I'm talking through my nose. I don't sound like myself. I, uh... What do you do? I had a little... My, my throat's a little scratched today. Uh, like, no. No. If you don't acknowledge it, maybe it's just... No, I'm not getting sick. I'm not getting sick. Keep, no. it, keep it at bay. Mm-hmm. Have a hot toddy tonight. I will. Get a toddy in. A bath. I'll have a bath. I have a bath most, night, most nights. Yeah, I haven't had a bath in a little while, actually. I'm going to have a bath. It's good. On today's show, a heritage Bubble moment bath. since it's Wednesday. We're going to talk about something I didn't know the Hutterites did. Uh, Shauna said something that surprisingly didn't get us in trouble, but could have. And booing your own team after your out-of-context clip. I could really suck some Chinese. have a craving. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. We have a friend who we've talked about before. He is basically the biggest Flames fan in the world. Huge He's, Flames fan. He has a flaming sea that goes floor to ceiling in his living room. Like, that's how much of a fan he is. In we the love. living room of his house. The in living the living room. room of his house. Not the man cave. No. And he was telling me that he has season tickets, of course, to the to the team as well. And he was saying that he went to a game. I forget which game it was. It was last week. And he said he actually booed the team. Really? And I was like, so I'm sorry. It's got to be a first for him. I think it might be. He is always the guy who's looking on the most optimistic, <laughs> the brightest side he can about the team. And he was like, no, I booed the team. And I, I looked at him and I like I almost stopped what I was saying. I was like, what do you mean you booed the team? And he goes, I think that they need to be booed. He goes, lots of people, we were all booing together. But he goes, I think that it's warranted right now. There hasn't been a lot to cheer about so far at the Flames this season, but booing is a different level. I used to think that booing a team was super tacky. Like, I, I always thought if you booed a team, I was like, really? Come on, man. Like, is it really affecting you that much that you are going to boo your team? And booing your own team. Booing your own That's team. something that, I mean, Montreal Canadiens fans have been criticized for for years. Yeah. But then I got thinking about it, and I was like, do you think that maybe there is a time and a place to <laughs> boo the team? Like, they are doing terribly. Do you think that, especially if you're not a team or, a, a, like, sports fans that are normally booing your team... Do you think that it would send some sort of message? Oh, I think so. You ever been booed? Getting booed hurts. It hurts so much. But but sometimes you need a booing, I think. You think so? Okay. Because mm. I was always like, is that actually going to do anything? Like, are the players going to hear the boos and go back and think <laughs> about what they're doing in the dressing room? Although you're right. It would be awful. From it would be a bad fans? feeling. But can you do anything directly about it? I guess work on improving your own game if it was lacking. But... <laughs> You think yeah. management takes the boo and goes, hmm, yeah, maybe we should do something. We got like booed out there tonight, you guys. <laughs> I guess maybe it would be. I don't know. I used to, I'm changing my tune on it now. And especially hearing it from a loyal fan like that. And he's like, no, I, I booed them. And I think they needed to hear it. You know what? Like, he's, he's there. He mm-hmm. spent his hard-earned money he on the did. team. He did. I think, and you got to let that frustration out somehow. I think, I think maybe a boo is the best way for, the, for that to happen. You think if the players are seen out and about right now, fans are booing them? Like, boo! You just walk. Boo. By, you're just walking behind them like I'm that. I'm with my family. Boo! 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 This guy. Boo! You hear me? Boo! The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was watching the music video yesterday for the new Blink 182 song "One More Time." Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. I have not. Okay, so about 20 seconds in, Tom DeLonge does something really strange with his mouth while he's singing. 
And Tom DeLonge singing, we're no stranger to what he does with his mouth. But like he does this thing where I'm like, what? It looks almost like he has a mini stroke. And I looked at him like, what did you just do there? I have the clip. You can hear it in the song as well. Just listen to this. We saw the whole world. What is that? And when he does that, he goes out of his way to go like with his mouth while he's saying, well, he's got that Tom DeLonge accent, right? This is it. I know. And this is part of it. I feel like years down the road, linguists might study the Blink-182 accent. I feel it's like its they already thing. have. Oh my God, I know. And it's him. Like he, it's the strangest thing. And when you watch him singing, and I guess that's not what I've paid attention to really before, but that accent comes with a way where he has to maneuver his mouth to sing that way, right? Which is very, it's just like, where are you? You know, when he does that, you have to move. Where are your, you? Look at the way you have to move <laughs> your mouth to do it. It takes more effort for him to sing that way. It's jaw intensive. It your is. Your jaw is really on the move there. Like, he must have a very sore jaw at the end of a concert, you think, after singing that way the whole time? <laughs> Serious TMJ on that guy. Probably does have a very nice, uh, you know, defined jaw, though, because of it. So there you go. I but, couldn't. Like that? I can't. Uh, where are you? Sick I accent. <laughs> And Shauna Podcast. You know the song Jack and Diane by John Cougar Mellencamp? Sure do. Of course, you do. everyone knows that yeah. song. Little ditty about Jack and Diane. It was a monster. Mm. Very famous song. Yep. There is a line that's always bothered me, though. It's in the first verse, the second stanza. Okay. And it's this one right here. Sucking on chili dog, outside taste freeze. Right there. Sucking on chili dogs. Yeah, I never really thought of that. Oh. I don't know if John Cougar has ever actually seen someone eat a chili dog before because you definitely don't suck it. No, I don't sit down and go. <laughs> mm. 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 No, you you chew, you bite it and you chew it like yes. you do with most other foods. Suck is something else. And that word is not interchangeable with the word. No, eat. I mean, even a wiener, you could maybe suck like a hot dog without the chili on it. You could definitely um, suck a little more when it's a chili dog. You can't so much because there's all the stuff on it. I can't live it down after saying here. that. I know. <laughs> nope. That would just be an insane way to talk, though. <laughs> what if you were just swapping those words out? You guys hungry? You want to suck some lunch here? Yeah. I could really suck some Chinese. I have a craving. <laughs> you know what? I think I'll suck a salad to start. <laughs> and then uh, after that, I will suck the steak frites. You know, I'm... <laughs> I'm so hungry I could suck a horse. <laughs> Get out of here. It's wrong Get with out me. Of here. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I don't know if you've noticed this in your inbox this week, Shauna, but I've received a few press release emails about a big event happening up in Edmonton this weekend. Canada's largest transit show and conference. Wow. So you're going to have public transit folks from all over the country coming to Edmonton this weekend for what is sure to be an informative and, I bet, rowdy weekend. I'm sure it's going to be Ooh. just off the hook. We're talking bus. Yeah. Coach. Ooh. Rail. Jeez. Other transit-related goods. Those people know how to party. I think so. Yeah. Members of the media can apply for... Getting railed, ride the rails. <laughs> oh, yeah. What kind of displays do you think they have there? What do you think the big talk is at the transit conference? What's new in leather gloves? I mean, to be fair, what? transit safety, if we're going to be honest, but... I would think that would probably be a big probably topic. Probably be a big one, but yes, the leather gloves is very important. The hot new shade of blue shirt. How many pleats are in your pants for this <laughs> month? Ooh-wee! 
Are we increasing the number of pleats? Are the pleats going up or down, guys? I joke, but I actually am quite interested in public transit. Mm. Um, whenever I, I go to a different city, I like to ride public transit there totally. to see what they got going on. I well, think it's really cool. In places like Europe, when it's just so amazing, right? The transit oh, systems yeah. there, and you're like, this is unbelievable. Unlike us, we just don't have a great transit system. But Did you take transit when you were in Japan? Yeah. I've heard that's like That's the only way to get around. Same with Europe, right? Like you yeah. you don't drive in those places. Yeah. You take transit. That would be, that'd be, that'd be cool to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think it's a rambunctious crowd? The, the, the transit people? Transit operators? Probably. I bet if you found yourself in a hotel bar. Work hard, play hard, or, man. <laughs> or at the conference mixer. Yeah. You know, at the social. Absolutely. Among all the transit operators, I bet you'd be in for some stories. I'm sure you would. We're getting yeah. after it. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We were talking yesterday, Beckler, about a pun business name called Much Ado About Muffins because it was in a Simpsons <laughs> episode. Yeah. We saw it in a Simpsons episode I watched the other day. And we're like, well, this needs to be a real store. <laughs> That's really funny. Well, when I looked into it, because I was like, it's got to be a real store already. I, I couldn't find the store. But I did find a novel that was called Much Ado About Muffins. And I was like, okay, well, there's a, a, a novel there. And then I went down this rabbit hole of a genre that I did not know existed in novels. And it's basically mystery novels for old British grandmas. Specifically. Specifically. <laughs> so each of these books, I came across a bunch of them, and they all have these illustrations in the front of, like, nice little British tea rooms and corgis and, <laughs> and everything British grandma you could possibly imagine. And then every single one of these books has an hilarious pun business name in them as well. And, of course, they're or not like all, a pun title. But they're pun titles, but, yeah, not business names. But one of them is Much Ado About Muffins, which could be. But I just wanted to list off some of these other ones for you because sure. they're hilarious. I, want, I don't mean to derail you here. I wonder if this is the same thing I was reading about yesterday, a type of uh, novel called A Cozy. It's a Ooh. cozy mystery. They call them The Cozies. That's hilarious. And they're all, like... They're very like bloodless and nonviolent, but there'll be a murder and probably then, like, some British, British grandma grandmas aren't going to want to work the case. Yes, it's a very good, clean, fun <laughs> yeah. British grandma type novel. It's, they always take place in like tight knit communities. Yep. And the murder is never like a, a psychopath or oh, anything. Oh, just it's listen to just, these. Okay. Yeah, listen to these. Okay, first of all, there's Birder She Wrote, <laughs> a bird mystery. Birder She Wrote. Okay. Then there's Hiss Me Deadly, a cat mystery. <laughs> For batter or for worse. Is that about making muffins too? A cupcake bakery uh, okay. mystery, okay? Yep. Yeah, obviously mm-hmm. cupcakes. Get your stuff here. <laughs> uh, tide in punishment, a seaside cafe mystery. <laughs> do or die, a library lover's mystery because do is D U E, like a due oh, date the due for the date. library books. <laughs> do or die, batter off dead goes well with for batter or for worse, a country store mystery. <laughs> There's a salted caramel. An a om- salted caramel, a like a salted salt? is like a salt instead of salted caramel. An Amish candy shop mystery. Just to clarify, it's an Amish candy shop. Not that sounds like a cozy, all right. I just, I just picture these like proper British grandmas coming across another one of these puns and just oh, Ooh, oh that's so clever. That sounds naughty. Oh, that one's so oh, a salted caramel. <laughs> I'm gonna get that one. Oh, holy I'm gonna curl crap. up by the bay window with this. And I have didn't know this a was nice- a thing, but here we are. I'm gonna get my mom these. I wonder if she'd appreciate. She likes good clean. She doesn't like gore. Doesn't like any of that. Doesn't Maybe like I sex get and her violence in her books. No. 
Be like, here, mom, I've got a few for you. For batter or for worse. (laughs) And batter off dead. They go well together. (laughs) I recommend a salted caramel myself. An Amish candy store mystery. It's salty. (laughs) The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I keep getting different versions of this video on my feed. And it'll always say the same thing. It'll say, this famous musician hears this famous song for the first time. Oh, I've never, I haven't seen these. No, I get these all the time. So it's like a reaction video. Yeah. But with professional musicians reacting to a popular song. And it's usually drummers because that's what I'm watching, right? Okay, yeah. So the one I got recently was Megadeth drummer hears Mr. Brightside for the first time. And I was like... Excuse me? Huh? For the first time. How on earth? One of the biggest songs... Of the decade. Yeah. From one of the biggest albums of the decade. If not the past 50 years. And he hasn't heard Mr. Brightside by the Killers. It's been in movies, commercials, TV shows, video games. They sing it at sports stadiums. I call Huey. It broke chart. That's the what I thought, horse too. I was crap. like, there's How just you, no. no way. You're telling me someone in the music business, a professional drummer, has gone for the last 20 years without hearing Mr. Brightside. That, mm, How is that possible? I don't find, no. He's fairly convincing when they're playing the song for him. You can hear this. Uh, his name's Dirk Nirburen. He's the drummer from Megadeth. I and- wouldn't even know what band it is, to be honest, so I have no idea. I, I might have heard it before. I don't know, because it sounds like something I might have heard before, but I definitely don't listen to this band or know this band very well. So, Wow. I was blown away. That's like, crazy. Everybody me. knows Mr. Brightside. Yeah. It's, a, it's huge. So then the, 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 the concept of the video is that he hears this song without the drums and he's got to come up with his own drum part as he would if he were a session musician. Oh, that's cool. So this is what he came up with, claiming to have never heard Mr. Brightside before. But... Only, so he goes halftime with it, right? Yeah. And it really changes the sound. Totally. And then he picks it up kind of near the chorus. So. That totally changes the vibe of the song. Sure does, Weird. doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he's a metal drummer. I don't he, like it as much. He claims he uh, he claims he listens to everything like pop and rock and hip hop and everything. And that like, is and odd. You, and you never heard, heard Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brightside. Like I would be shocked if there was anyone listening right now that's never heard Mr. Brightside. I know. And they found the one guy in the world who happened to be shooting a video for them. Mm-hmm. Huh. Hmm. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Got a text from friend of the show, Mel, who said, We all have gap gaps, Beckler. You haven't watched any of the screen movies, arguably classics in the horror genre. She said, In recent weeks, I've met people that have never watched Friends. Like how? Which is crazy. Now, that's a, a good point, and I do agree that we all have gaps. And, like, there's yeah. always, I mean, like, not everybody knows everything or has been exposed to everything, right? Yep. It's just your trajectory through life. But I would argue that. Avoiding something like an R-rated horror movie is easier than avoiding one of the biggest songs of the de- of the last twenty years, like you said. Well, or Friends, like she said, like that also seems insane to me. Yeah, it's just such a like, cultural have phenomenon. I suppose so, but I mean, in, in any way, like it's everywhere. It like Friends just pops up everywhere still to this day. Yeah, it would depend on your age, though. I mean, like uh, Seinfeld pops up everywhere. There's be lots of people who haven't watched Seinfeld. Or... You're right, and I haven't. Yeah, like I've watched the odd, but I've definitely seen, I know of Seinfeld, I've seen the odd, odd episode, but yeah. yeah. Or for older people, it might be something like MASH or Cheers, or right, True. these like cultural icons yeah, that maybe not everybody knows. Where like an, an R-rated horror movie, like I said, you kind of have to go out of your way to watch that. You might get some of the references or, you know, yeah. know the Scream mask and stuff, 
But like, if you just leave your house regularly in the last 20 years, I feel like you would have come across that song at some point because music penetrates our lives in ways that movies and TV shows don't. Yeah. It is odd. Yeah. Very strange. Well, cool anyways. Yeah. Does it make you wonder if there's anything that like you don't know about that... Like I said, I don't want to be the kind of person who's like, oh, you don't know about that. Kind of like I did to you with Gordon Bombay, the Minnesota Miracle Man, last yep. week. Yep. In front of the show, Josh reached out and was like, you were being a bit of a, how do you not know that snob? Yes. Yep. Which is true. That is, is absolutely true. It's very true. Um, but yeah, I wonder if there's anything that like everybody else knows that I don't. I'm sure there is. Right there now. always would be something like that. Yeah. Just Mr. Brightside seems like a pretty major one. Especially if... Like, if you're in that world. Yeah. If you're in the music business. If you play a form of rock music, metal still, but... Well, we'll make sure you're not the last to know about Shane Holmes' affordable customization. Hey-ho! <laughs> All of your finishings, of course, with Shane Holmes are customizable. And if you go to their, like, head office, they have this big room that you walk through... And it shows you all of your options. It's really cool. Yeah, it's kind of this awesome one-stop shop. And the whole building, that building's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's that showroom. And if you're into, you know, renovations or homes or finishings or any of that sort of thing, it's very cool. It is. I enjoyed our tour through there. Me too. And they also allow you to change things like floor plans or add, add customizations to that as well, which you can learn more about at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes. The better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. This new report came out recently, and it was talking about how those who talk to strangers are known to be far happier. You're happier if you talk to strangers. Mm -hmm. And I have to be honest, I get a bit of a thrill from talking to strangers. I do. I've kind of been like this since I was younger. I remember actually being in McDonald's once with my dad, and I was chatting with some stranger, and my dad looked at me after, and he was like, why do you talk to strangers? I was just like, I don't know, because why not? They're there. You're waiting in line. You might as well. And I've kind of always just liked to do that. I don't know why. You're talking like more than small talk or? No, just small, just small talk. talk. But yeah, yeah. They're just saying that if you, rather than just sit there in silence and not, you know, acknowledge the people around you, which some people also do. And I, I also get it. It's, you know, social anxiety and that kind of stuff as well. But apparently if you do, then it's known to be good for huh. you. So there you go. I like when you have a funny moment with a stranger. Yeah. That's always a good time. Well, this this report says that more than 90% of the time when you speak to a stranger, both parties have a positive experience coming out of it. So, Well, that's a pretty high success rate. It's a pretty high one. And those who do talk to strangers, you're more than three times more likely to be happy. So I do it far more when I'm traveling. Yes. Everybody does that. Yeah, because you just, I don't know, you feel like a different person when you're traveling. It's like, "Ah, I'm never going to see you again. If this interaction goes poorly, Mm -hmm. whatever, I'm back home in two days. Whereas, like, I feel like if an interaction went poorly here, you might see them again. It's true. But even so, the chances are pretty slim. Unless it's like somebody in your... It's a a big enough city that... It is. Uh, Unless it's like the building uh, exchanges. That's the one you have to be careful about in the elevators when you have to see the same people all the time. If it goes real bad, then... Neighbors. You have to see them a lot. People at the kids' school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are the people that maybe don't try out your new material or your... (laughs) You know, this could go either way. Don't try those are the people you see all the time. The and Shauna Podcast. Can someone please explain to me how the hot hell gas is priced? Like, I know it's all a bit of a, a mystery how, like, retail yeah. gas stations arrive at their prices, but this really doesn't make sense, Shauna. So, gas uh, gas at the Superstore uh, near McLeod and Southland yesterday was $1.33 per liter. 
but I was pretty sure I'd seen cheaper gas on my way into work that, that morning. And I was bone dry. I got a 110 liter tank. So I like 10 cents a liter can make a pretty big difference. Yep. So I passed this superstore heading south. And so I get $1.33 a liter. I go to the superstore a little further down McLeod, and it's $1.23 per liter. So there's a 10 cents per liter difference at the same gas station in the same city. Did one have a promo going on or something? It's like there are pockets of the city where gas is a little bit cheaper sometimes. Yep. And that doesn't make any sense to me. I know that is very These two are on the same road. They're literally five minutes apart. They're the same chain, everything. I mean, more centrally located gas stations will tend to be more expensive. Like as a rule, uh, no, not as a rule. Just it seems like you know it's supply and demand, really, right? If it's more convenient, then sometimes they seem to be more. This is anecdotal, but I will notice that, right? Like ones that are more central or or that are kind of right off the highway, that kind of thing, tend to be a little more sometimes. Because then in my neighborhood, gas is always a little more than it is on McLeod, yeah, and that's even further out. So that would that would go against your theory. I yeah I guess I know it's weird it, like it's it's all seemingly random and then you go to a place like Banff and gas is insane right and, and that you, that I understand because you're in a different city but this is the same city yeah. the same road like they're they're a stone's throw from each other I always wonder if like one gas station doesn't get the memo in time because they'll like you know somebody a directive will come down we're gonna drop it to this price or up it and they're like ah just sleeping at the wheel I don't know consistently it's I weird and like know. that that was an eleven dollar difference for me between uh, those two fills yeah. So I know there are always some stations that are just a little cheaper than yeah. others, and I have no idea why. What kind of witchcraft formula do they use? Like, does it come down to the person who owns the gas station? Is that really what it comes down to? I thought like, it came from higher up than that. Yeah. I thought they were told this is what gas is today. Hmm. I don't know. I have no idea. It's like some sort of big oil sorting hat scenario where they're just like, hmm, hmm. Superstore, Southland Drive. Today you will be twice dollar thirty-three per liter. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I have to play this clip for you that uh, came down my TikTok feed yesterday. So it's a bunch of young Hutterites, and they're mm-hmm. having a party in what looks like a shop. And the video was tagged Alberta, but people in the comments were saying this was a Hutterite colony in Saskatchewan. So I'm not sure, but okay. the girls are handing out a bunch of twisted teas to everyone. I have to admit, I didn't know that Hutterites drank. I so didn't either. That was a surprise okay, to me. Yeah. Uh, a few of the people in the video are hacking darts, too. Also didn't know that Hutterites smoked. I didn't know that they sucked some darts either. <laughs> Best of all, though, um, the t- the, the, there's two guys singing and two guys playing guitar, and they're singing Merle Haggard's song, Wine Take Me Away, and they are both excellent singers. Listen to this. that just two young hutterite dudes that's awesome and like the acoustics in the room are just perfect for it and everyone's just chilling drinking listening to these two guys sing that's pretty cool yeah and this video it came from this account that posts all these different hutterite music videos from all across canada please uh, tell me that there's some really well produced hutterite music videos no they're just like cell phone oh, okay. videos i it's was not- like that please tell me that they're really into the music video scene in the hutterite colonies that would be amazing like rap like the old rap videos yes like, yes on Both top of farming equipment and stuff absolutely and that would be awesome let's make that happen let's next. make that happen okay. but uh turns out that i want to put a party with the hutterites i didn't know that about myself no nope, where do we know. find the parties that's the kind of party that i want to be at are so. outsiders invited or i don't know but i'll take that invite if Me it too. comes along the podcast a calgary heritage moment
As Calgary's Central Library celebrates its fifth anniversary, it's the perfect time to look back upon Calgary's very first library. The Memorial Park Library was built in 1909, and it still exists today at 1221 2nd Street Southwest in what we now know as Central Memorial Park. It all began with the Calgary Women's Library Club. The club's president, Mrs. Annie Davidson, organized a petition to prove to City Hall that there was enough interest to support a library. And it all came to fruition thanks to a generous donation from the Carnegie Foundation. This was one of over 150 libraries that was built by American millionaire Andrew Carnegie. At the time, Carnegie was the world's wealthiest man, but when he was growing up, he didn't have the luxury of a good education. As a result, Carnegie vowed to make learning an easily accessible and free tool for citizens across North America. So he set about donating enormous sums of money towards libraries, education, and research. The Memorial Park Library became the very first public library in Alberta, costing $100,000 to build. 80000 of this was donated by Carnegie himself. That would be the equivalent to a $2.9 million donation in today's dollars. The very first librarian in Calgary was a man named Alexander Calhoun. He too felt it was very important for Calgary to have access to good education and really pushed Calgary to acknowledge the importance of being well-read. In his words, the library was a temple of knowledge and an intellectual counterbalance for the city, and he spent his entire life fundraising to keep the library state-of-the-art and fully stocked. When it first opened, the library had 5,000 books. A year after opening, it had 9,000 annual patrons, 10 staff, and a collection that ballooned to over 12,000 books. Since then, the Calgary Public Library has expanded to include 21 locations. It's actually the second most used library system in Canada, only trailing the Toronto Public Library. It's also the sixth most most used library system in North America, and this is despite it being one of the lowest funded systems in the country. That being said, Calgary also boasts one of the most beautiful libraries in the world, with the new central library being recognized internationally for its incredible architecture and wealth of resources. The library has truly become a tourist destination for the city, and the original Central Memorial Library is also still going strong. Deemed a National Historic Site in 2018, it'll be around for a long time to come. This has been a Calgary Heritage Moment. Listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative, X929, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f- they're going to say f-. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.